so now let's come to the last uh, section of our talk uh, this section is more about inspiration and what inspires you uh, doing the things that you do so my very first question would be to ask you what do you love the most about your job because uh, you started your your you know uh, journey with an idea of you know building fighter planes or uh, fighter drones but then you uh, you thought that was unethical and then you chose to go into the drones and and then you have worked on uh, different kinds of drones but focus mostly on drones but what is it about this process that you love the the process of building robots and programming mm -hmm. drones i think it's uh it's the challenge that i like the most so you can uh because you need to put all of these things together and lots of these things won't work and uh i it's quite satisfying when you have a problem and then you start looking into what is actually the problem and you start with the software uh, then you might realize the software looks okay so you check the electronics part aspect of the robot and then maybe you even go to mechanics uh, to find the source of the issue and i think uh, like this gives you like this problem solving is uh, uh, I quite enjoy it uh, because you you think of so many you need to think of so many different aspects to see where the problem actually is. Um, and the second uh, thing uh, I quite like is the um, I would say this hits this curiosity aspect. Like I'm really cu curious about this kind of stuff, and I'm constantly learning new things about robotics and keep growing. And uh, it gives me quite a lot of satisfaction, uh, like learning all all these different things. So that's, yeah. I think that's my main priority. Also, this is a bit of a problem because uh, my hobby is also my job, and this is not really healthy. So I need to I need to Why think of some hobby now. Like you shouldn't I do mean, that. That's ideal, right? <laughs> yeah, it's it's ideal, but at the same time. Um, like I was really passionate about the drones and uh, I don't enjoy flying them anymore because uh, sort of th this makes me think of work because I flew quite a bit of drones at work and that's why I, I stopped flying uh, so I can kind of fly but uh, don't really feel like uh, you know I'm taking the next steps and uh, yeah it's sort of uh, doesn't give you as much pleasure as it would if it was just a just a hobby that you do for relaxing because for me like I think association is drones is work and it's not rest and sometimes you need rest uh, right yeah yeah. Uh, yeah so that's my that's my actually plan for uh, the next couple of weeks uh, just to start doing some other things uh, just for fun yeah, <laughs> just for other fun that, than my job because it's also fun. Like I mean, it's uh, I'm not saying drones are not fun; they are really fun. Uh, but it's work. No. Yeah, I, I get. I mean, you associate uh, that yeah. fun thing that you are doing with work because you have to deliver. Sometimes it can be hard to motivate, but you have to deliver it anyway uh, because it's yeah. work. If it was a hobby project, maybe you will 
do it when you feel like it yeah exactly <laughs> yeah so that that's like interesting that's a disadvantage of enjoying your work <laughs> yeah yeah uh, what is your uh, vision with the your career freelance career because uh, for a typical job one would like to progress uh, across a, a ladder you know maybe you you'd want to be a senior software developer after this or go into management and then there is like a few uh, possible uh, set of uh, area directions that you can choose for your career but for mm-hmm. freelancing work it's like it's nothing is defined you have to choose on your own so what's your vision with this thing what's your uh, with your business consultancy business and and with your uh, newsletter thing where do you want to see these two things grow mm-hmm. um so just to give you a bit of a uh, coming back to the book that uh, sort of pushed me to uh, look into uh starting to f- well my own thing basically um this uh, let my people go surfing uh it inspired me uh, like it gave me this outlook that uh, really most of the time the role of the companies is to make money for the founders or the investors um and but this not necessarily needs to be the way right because uh, you can have other goals in mind uh so when i was setting up my business i decided that uh basically following this book because that that's what patagonia does um i would be giving 1% of my revenue to environmental organizations and i've decided that this needs to happen from day one because um because later on if i meant later stage for example if i was to turn this into a full size business uh it probably i would have hard time uh like uh, sacrificing this 1% so i decided that what i'm doing is okay uh, i of course i work to earn money but i also want to have some like creating something good uh, about this and uh, it's not like uh i don't want to sound like and half of the companies that say uh we are doing this to make a world a better place uh where it's actually they are not uh but you know for me it's uh, i consider it more like a personal stuff so i don't boast about it too much like i'm not so saying every customer that oh uh, by the way 1% of what you pay me goes to some uh organization uh but instead it's it's something more for me that just to have this yeah. set of moral gu- uh, guidelines um yeah um so that was one of the sort of um, mission vision of, of what i was doing and i'm hoping that the work that uh, i do uh, will also help others um like uh um well we help help humanity in uh, some way uh so for example that's why 
I like agricultural projects so much because they have opportunity to stop using pesticides and uh, basically uh, make things better for lots of people and uh, especially as a cons uh, consumer and also environment. Um, uh, so hopefully that's that's these are the kinds of projects that I can uh, pick up more and more uh, looking into that. Uh, but one thing we have to remember about robotics is that uh, there are some companies making robots that say that uh, we are making robots so that, uh, for example, that people who work for you have their life easier, so something like that. Like basically, uh, the message is never we will be replacing people in your yeah. company. But actually, that's kind of what happens because if you are automating uh, stuff, the company won't keep people that are not uh, producing value for them because again, uh, the money is the main motivation. Um, and according to some MIT research, like on average in the US, uh, a robot, like every robot is replacing 3.3 jobs. Uh, so, you know, uh, three people are losing jo uh, a job because uh, one robot was introduced to the company. Uh, so this is uh, something uh, I think uh, we need to be mindful of that uh, what we do is, uh, we, we cannot say it's not affecting society in any way. Yeah. Uh, of course, it's an it should be an advantage in some way because also people shouldn't be doing this uh, back-breaking jobs. Uh, but on the other hand, people need to live, they need to earn money. Um, and this is probably for uh, to decide how to do that, how to ensure this for people yes. way smarter than me because, uh, uh, well, let's not get ourselves, I don't know anything about economy or, uh, you know, stuff like this. Uh, Personally, I like the idea of robot tax that some people are um, saying about. Mm -hmm. uh, but this is, uh, but of course, it's my personal view and I don't know how well this could work. Uh, I don't see why it wouldn't. Uh, but, uh, you know, someone, someone, someone way smarter than me will decide on that. And hopefully something like this can happen. So uh at least yeah so it's first for everyone yeah interesting but uh, robots uh, replacing jobs can also be a good thing because the 3.3 uh, people that are replaced by one robot they could they would have to develop more skills and get a better job right because the uh, the only kinds of jobs that are being replaced are not very human to say. I mean, consider mm -hmm. just picking a box and placing there. Uh, people who yeah. have these kinds of jobs would be replaced, right? So, mm -hmm. in a way, this this is like positively impacting. Uh, you know, introducing more robots in uh, industries and and also in in some way in uh, houses. Uh, yeah, but I think uh, here the most important. Uh, well, the because these people 
some of these people can definitely be retrained. Uh, but, uh, you know, prob probably not everyone can. And if they are made uh, redundant, uh, then the question is, um, uh, well, is the system designed, uh, like the society is designed to help these people get out of this place? Uh, because if you don't have a job and yeah. uh, there is no possibility to get retrained and you don't know how to do it uh, because you never had to because you worked in the factory for 30, 40 years, yeah. uh, then I think uh, society for these people should ensure that they have a means to support themselves or they can get retrained to do other things. Yeah, I mean, it, it will makes sense uh, the idea that uh, I mean for the most part I guess most people would be uh, capable of being retrained but sometimes maybe uh, maybe it's not possible to retrain everybody and then there's concepts like you know having a universal basic income or giving uh, the, or the government gives money to people who are who are jobless still they mm -hmm. find a job so that that could be also a solution what what are your thoughts on universal basic income yeah i think it's uh, i like the concept personally uh but you know again uh not an economist so cannot uh cannot say uh much about it well sounds nice to me uh but in practice if this would work uh i I cannot say because well, I don't have enough knowledge. Yeah, yeah this is also something that is uh, in uh, it's like whether it has a good impact or not. Now uh, let's let's talk about uh, since we are we are talking about your vision for your uh, career and uh, you know your work that you do. So what is the uh, the dream project that you would want to work on like okay uh, i'd even work for this if i didn't get paid at all is is there some kind of project or or a, a few idea of i would want to work on this particular area this is what mm -hmm. what interests me so i don't have um, any really defined in mind uh, but it would be nice to be able to work on some quadruped robot uh, so ideally ideally on some high level code for it would be pretty cool uh, just out of curiosity i want to i would love to see these platforms in action live being able to yeah task them to do different things um, other than that uh, i would be hoping to break into some agricultural projects so uh, uh, I have some coming uh, along, but uh, you know this is something really that uh, that I enjoy both as a uh, you know personally as working on this kind of stuff, and also this comes very close to my vision, mission, and and so on. Uh, so this would be very good. So, so basically, uh, you want your work to have a positive impact, and agriculture would be uh, a right direction for where you want to see yourself. Yeah, it's probably not 
it's not the only direction, but this would be, I think, uh, very interesting stuff to work on. Uh, because the precision that is required there is also uh, very high. So it's an, an interesting problem to solve for these platforms. So is it is it from a, an impact point of view that you want to target this area or just for the challenge of the problem? Uh, both. I think impact more, uh, but the challenge is also high up on my list. Interesting. And then the other one you talked about was legged robots, and that one would be probably inspired by the awesome videos uh, by Boston Dynamics. Yeah, yeah. It's this project is very interesting. Uh, there is a user manual that you can read, and it's also very. It's a very good read because you don't see that from the videos. Like they. Um, for example, you cannot get closer to than two meters to the robot because of safety. So they design stuff like this. And uh, but your life is only about one and a half hours, uh, which is quite. It's probably good enough for most cases. Uh, but it's because of the like. If you compare this to the wheeled robot, wheeled robot probably can run for many more hours, uh, and it's because it's, it's by design. Um, but still, it would be really interesting to work on a project utilizing a robot like this. Interesting. Now, uh, let's talk about uh, the book recommendations that you have, uh, the books that have had the most impact of, on you. You talked about the uh, surfing book. Can you also reiterate yeah. the name and the author and also any other books that you have? Uh, to offer uh, not only specific to robotics but in generally in general the ones that have had impacted you most. Mm -hmm. uh, so this uh, "Let My People Go Surfing" is a book by Yvonne Chonin. Uh, so he is the okay. the guy who started Patagonia, uh, and uh, yeah, those are basically his thoughts on the company and ethical business. Uh, so that's. I would highly recommend that, especially if you, if you are motivated to grow your company organically, basically uh, at your own pace, not not consider, uh, not necessarily wanting to uh, go into um, like VC funding and so on. Um, yeah. So another book uh, that's. Uh, yeah, business book that I can recommend is uh, The Personal MBA uh, by Josh Kaufman. Uh, so basically, this is a book that uh, tells you that you don't need an MBA because lots of stuff you can learn by yourself. And the only thing the MBA gives you is connections. Um, and uh, it's quite good overview of what business consists of some some guidance and some you know good good advice on uh, having a business and I would highly recommend that it, it's not too long and it's really concise about the points that it's making and I think it's it really covered all aspects of business that uh, that were relevant for me so I would definitely recommend that one uh, then there is one that I've read uh, 
earlier this year and it's uh, called Business of Expertise by David C. Baker. And this book is about uh, also being a consultant uh, of a creative firm and gives lots of good advice on basically uh, how to sell yourself as a consultant in a way and how to be relevant to your customers, to your audience, and basically, yeah, some very solid advice on, on being a consultant. Um, and there's one more uh, book that I've quite enjoyed, uh, Creativity INC. And this is about uh, Pixar uh, Studios and how it was, uh, how it started, how it was grown and uh, how it was made into a good place to work for. And I've, I've really, really enjoyed this one. Uh, when it comes to code, uh, yeah, uh, I have some books about code that I can recommend. Do you think they are useful? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. That would be good. Uh, yeah, so there's one book that I really recommend everyone that's, uh, that's coding. Um, and is coding with me, and it's called uh, Clean Code, but by Robert C. Martin. So basically, uh, so Robert is also called Uncle Bob in the software circles, and he's, I would say, he's an extremist when it comes to code quality. So it's good to start. Uh, oh, your video is back. Yeah, I was, uh, I was trying to make it run in the background. Yeah, uh, so I think this good this book is good to start with because uh, he's really extreme. Like says that the function cannot take more than three parameters; otherwise, it's not a good function. Or if your uh, source file is longer than hundred lines, then it's shit, basically. Uh, so it's good to start with this book because it gives you an idea that you can be like that as well. Uh, but then you should read uh, Code Complete, uh, which will, uh, which is also a book about uh, software quality, uh, but it's more balanced. It's it's not so it's not so hardcore. Uh, so the, I think those two books will give you two different perspectives, which is uh, probably probably good. Uh, then also there's a Clean Coder by also by Uncle Bob, which gives me some ideas about being a software developer and ethics and so on. And he makes quite good points about uh, also about working your eight hours and really needing rest. And also like if you are not productive at work, go home and uh, do these hours later because it's not useful. Like you have negative productivity, most likely, if you are tired. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, the last book I think I can recommend about C++ is Accelerated C++. So it's good if you want to learn uh, C++, have some, some kind of knowledge from before, mm -hmm. um, but want to get up to date. Um, there are also two ROS books. Uh, that I think I can recommend or yeah the, I can recommend them but uh, the issue is that they are they might be a bit outdated with the latest releases uh, 
but I've read Programming Robots with Ross. This is uh, basically a book from O'Reilly that covers uh, using Python, I think, uh, with Ross. Uh, I don't know what version of ROS it's targeting, uh, so you would probably need to take this into account as some things would be slightly different, but maybe not nothing major. Uh, and then there's a book, uh, Systematic Approach to Learning Robot Programming with ROS. So this book is a bit more, uh, it gives quite, it has quite a good amount of uh, snippets uh, with ROS, like designing your own controllers and so on, and it's in C++, and it covers quite useful stuff as well. But it's probably, uh, I, I would recommend it for maybe after you are familiar with ROS and comfortable with this. With it. Okay. For Ross, do you prefer that one reads a book or uh, some tutorials on YouTube or online? Uh, tutorials are probably better because they are uh, updated constantly. Uh, the book is nice because it gives you some structure. Uh, and you start from, I don't know, mobile robots, then you end with robot manipulators. Uh, but you can probably learn the same from tutorials. It's, you, you just need to look a bit more. Interesting. Yeah, th thanks a lot for sharing these uh, books and you shared in all the areas, basically, you know, uh, software development side, ranging from software development to uh, how to be a freelancer and, and from the business point of view. So, since you also, uh, you know, shared a lot of uh, business and uh, Business-related books. Is your plan uh, in the future, in the you know far future, probably to also hire more people and you know expand what you are doing, or do you want to be uh, running it independently because of the freedom that it offers? Mm -hmm. And that's a very good question. Um, so my growth plan right now is to get a proper workshop. So this is the thing I'm thinking about the most uh, these days. Uh, I thought about growing, like changing this into a proper company, but um, I will wait a bit more uh, just to, because it's, if you are start a company and you don't want to be a consulting company, which is also a valid reason to start a company, uh, but if you want to go okay. into some products, it's good to have some idea what you want to do. Uh, and currently I don't have a fully clear idea of what kind of things uh, I could focus on and uh, work just on that thing. Uh, so that's why I'm taking it slow with the company and if I ever grow, I will do it uh, at my own pace, basically. Yeah, I, I really like the idea of organic growth. Uh, yeah, so not, not planning not too much. Not, not necessarily not planning, but uh, basically growing with what you can, uh, growing by yourself. So not looking into external investors, for example, okay. if possible. Uh, but you know, it's uh, having an investor is uh, probably a very good at some point. So if you reach certain level and you really need to grow very fast to reach the market quickly, then having an investor can be uh, very helpful. Uh, but if you can 
earn money as a company by yourself by selling products not uh, not like uh, hopes uh, then <laughs> hopefully yeah you can you can steadily grow you don't need to grow 150% a year it's for some people it will be enough to grow 10% a year or stay at the yeah. same level why not uh, what's what's so bad about uh, you know uh, having a steady company and not uh, not shooting for the moon but i think yeah. it's it all depends what what you want and always a personal choice right yeah definitely yeah. so uh, finally my last uh, question would be to uh, give your suggestions on what kind of mindset to adopt um, when progressing in a career and how to even uh, you know decide a career so a, a general advice based on you know your experience and your your journey that you have had mhm um i think one good advice if you want to do software is always be coding so uh basically uh yeah if you if you want to grow into software development you should be coding uh sounds simple but uh, i had uh months when i wouldn't touch the code because you know it depends on the company what you do and so on yeah um and i think what we said said earlier about staying curious and uh basically growing yourself is i think most important uh because if you if you specialize yourself based on your interest in some thing and then you can start a job doing this because uh it's worth something to someone yeah uh, then it's a win win because you get paid for what you love and someone gets a really passionate uh, employee and this passion i think is really important as well because lots of like if you are if you come across as a passionate person everyone wants to work with passionate people yeah. uh so having a if it's your passion then you should go for it that's my advice interesting yeah that's yeah. like a very good set of advice to you know someone who is into software development and always recording that's that's mm-hmm. like practical thing to say and yeah with this i just uh, like to conclude our talk and uh, i think personally it was a really amazing experience for me you shared your whole journey how you got started why why you got started what motivated you and why you chose to go into freelancing why you chose to fly uh, you know drones and program drones and uh did all the projects what your thoughts about robotics in general are what are the hot topics in robotics all these things and your personal motivations and inspirations and also thanks for sharing the suggestions and advice for students programmers and anyone who is interested in this field so overall i think it was a, a pretty amazing talk that we have had and of course we uh extended our uh, time that we had in mind but it was worth it because
we had plenty of stuff to talk about also we can also have another talk in the future uh, maybe because there's still a lot of things that we can cover about robotics or or maybe uh, i'll plan a different series in robotics where we can we can talk about concepts or things like that but yeah mm -hmm. we we will plan something later okay cool yeah thanks a lot for having me it was a nice pleasure to talk to you and yeah i hope we'll have a yeah another episode would be nice Okay guys, this was the final part of the talk with Mateusz Sadowski about robotics, freelancing and online business. If you enjoyed this podcast, consider subscribing and hitting the bell icon to receive notifications whenever the next podcast, the next episode is online.